Alright. Well, our, our year is two days old. And uh, as of 10 o'clock, which is pretty five minutes, three minutes ago, do you know that our world has travelled 3.7 million kilometres around its orbit? Did you know that? At 10 o'clock today, that's ex this, the, the right statistics. Did you know since midnight um, yesterday, uh, 568,000 people have been born. 224,000 people have died. You can do the maths, the net gain there. Um, here's something you would, maybe you would have known, but um, 9 million Big Macs have been consumed. Anyone, anyone going to own up to one of them at all? <laughs> You're not going to own up to it anyway. Um, well done, Jason. So, how about you guys at home? If you've eaten the Big Mac, just put it in the. This is confession time in the in the chat window. Um, out of those Big Mac, if you're interested, um, out of those nine million Big Macs, that is two hundred ninety-seven thousand kilograms of fat. And if you're trying to visualise that, that's sixty um, large Indian elephants. <laughs> that's 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 that's. Yeah, you know, that's the amount of fat that our world has consumed uh, in that time. And so uh, when you look at those statistics, who's feeling a bit tired already? If this is the year, it's only two days in and we're already uh, supersizing for the year. So um, 2021, we're on a roller coaster, hey? I suppose it's sort of the same roller coaster that started in 2020. Um, and who's glad that 2021 is finished? I think we all are in many ways. Um, now, Anyone still use a paper diary? Well, there you go. Uh, I don't. Um, but for those who've got a paper one, you're going to relate to this. Uh, but certainly, um, I use an electronic diary. And, um, and so when I look back into 2021, I can see some great highlights. And I'm sure you've got highlights in 2021 as well. Uh, we've had weddings, we've had celebrations, we've had holidays. Uh, we've had anniversaries, a whole range of uh, celebrations over 2021. Uh, but also, in 2021, hands up if you've had times of disappointments. You know, it could be, uh, could be things that were cancelled, cancelled events, cancelled plans. Maybe you've had unexpected things happen. Sometimes unexpected good things happen, and that's nice. Sometimes there's unexpected things that are, that are not so pleasant. Uh, maybe this is 2021 for you, so death of friends or death of loved ones. And so uh, as you look back into your diary, if you had a 2021 diary, if you flick back through your pages, you, you could see things that happened and things that you attended, and some of them are great and some of them are not so great, and you look back and you go, well, I can't do anything about those events in 2021. Um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask, Phoebe's going to help me do something here. Um, what I'm going to do here, I've got a 2022 diary, and uh, in here I have sliced out all the pages. And so Phoebe's going to go to each, each aisle, and she's going to give each one of you, in this case she's going to give Mel and Fiona two bits of paper, um, and then she's just going to do that as I keep talking. And that's going to be, what, what you don't notice about, you can start now, thanks Phoebe. Uh, for you at home, you've just got to imagine you're given a bit of paper uh, of a diary. And what you notice is that the page is empty. Um, and so uh, I've got a new calendar, brand new. I'm not going to tear this one up. But as, as I look through 2020, I'm not going to go paper either, by the way. This is just, uh, but as I look at 2022, I've noticed something. It's 
pretty empty, pretty blank. Um, sure, there's public holidays in here, and maybe you're as you look into 2022 and October, you've probably got a, something not blank. Is that correct? So, so you can look into 22. You've got, some of you have already put things in 2022. Uh, my mum's got a calendar that she just keeps writing in, and so she would have filled it up already with everyone's birthdays from last year. Even those that didn't make it through to this year, you could not put them on, Mum. Okay. Um, and so, so we, we face a year of empty pages. That's my, my sermon message for today. It's empty pages. And, and the question, and if you need a, sorry, you're going to have the opportunity to write on your empty page a bit later. So if you do need a pen, uh, just, just give us a little wave and uh, Dave or Joan will, will come and offer you a pen. Um, and so uh, that's a bit later on. You don't need it straight away, but just bear that in mind. And so we're talking about empty pages. And the question I have for us to consider is, what are you going to write on your empty pages for 2022? Or who are you going to allow to fill 2022? Who will you allow to shape what this coming year will look like? See, none of us have a crystal ball to foresee what it's going to look like. Um, sure, some events are already in place, like weddings and anniversaries, and hopefully some of you have got holidays put in place that you're finally going to get to. Um, some, of, some of the entries in 2022 for you will be filled in and determined by you. It's that you've already filled in, you've got, you're getting married, you're getting a holiday, you're, you're, you know, Pat's getting away and Jane's getting away, and who's trying to get away on holiday sometime this? I think everyone should be trying to do that. And so that's probably in your diary. It's booked in already. So some of the events for 2022 are already filled in by you. The reality is for 2022, some of the events are going to be filled in by someone else or by a circumstance or people or governments or, or, or um, situations that you cannot control. And so my, my question again is, what will you do with your empty page? You know, as we look behind us, we all have regrets. As we look at 2021, where there, there's things we should have said or done, but didn't. Anyone relate to that one? Should have done that, should have said that, didn't do it. Or things we should have said or done, but we didn't do that. For some of, the, for some of us, these regrets... I'd like one, please. Thank you. Joel, I've got your birthday. Anyone get my birthday? Australia Day. It is soon, that's right. There you go, let me don't forget. Okay. Okay, back to this. All right. For some of us, as we look back at 2021, some of these regrets, some of these disappointments, some of these hurts, some of the pains, do you know what we do? We, 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 like a birthday, we sometimes transfer the pain and the hurts and the disappointments and we take them out of 2021 and we write them back into 2022. Some of our, uh, and some of us do that, um, some of the hurts are not just 2021, some of us have been writing hurts and pains and disappointments, not from last year, but from years and years and years, even decades ago, and where every year we come and we, we, we transfer a, a hurt or a pain or a disappointment and we, and we write it into our calendar and we, and, and we live it again. And I don't think that's healthy for any of us. Now, some of us, we have relatively, insignif relatively insignificant um, regrets. 
for example, uh, regretting eating that slice of pizza when you've had already too much. Or drinking that milk that you know is two days out of day, but thinking it'll be okay. Who, who's at regrets like that? <laughs> and, you're, and you're sniffing it, it'll be right. So, but it's not. It's not, sorry, it is not. Um, some regrets in life are really insignificant. You know, some regrets, and I know many of you have them, we all have them, some regrets are really hard and they cut us to the core. And for some reason we are led to believe that, that a new year, come December 31st, come January the 1st, we think a brand new year will sort our problems out. We put our hope in a new year. We put our hope in a new beginning. We put our hope, we draw a line in the sand and we say, okay, this year was bad. We draw a line, and they can't see me. We draw a line in the sand, and we say, this year was hard and difficult, and we think, one moment on the other side of midnight, everything's better. And we think that, we, we, people hope that, and we, uh, people make their resolutions only to have them broken in a few days' time. I'm, I'm not against New Year's resolutions. I think it's good to, to set goals and, and make plans. But I've found that a single day, a single moment, rarely fixes the, the, the broken things of the past. It rarely fixes broken thinking, broken relationships, or broken behaviours. And so for many people, as, as, the, uh, as the new year clicks toward 2021, they, they're, 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 they're hoping beyond hope that, that they're going to leave it all behind. And I'm sure all of us, to some extent, think that. We all look forward to a new year because, hey, it's a line in the sand, we're going to start again, and we've got a nice, empty, blank diary full of empty pages and uh, they started we can start a new year some people though expect the new year to be full of the pain of the last and it is exhausting it's exhausting spiritually it's exhausting physically and it's exhausting emotionally to, to carry across the, the pain of the past into tomorrow and so this morning if you're struggling uh, to enter a new year and I know we can put our smile on we can all do this, we can say, I'm looking forward to a fantastic 21, 2022. And, uh, but deep down inside you're thinking, you know, it's just going to be more of the same. But we've got our smile, we've got our Christian smile, and we've got our positive thinking. But if you're here this morning and, you're, and you may be struggling to enter a new year, then I, want to, I want to introduce you to one of the prophets in the Old Testament. His name was Jeremiah. Now, who knows what his nickname was? It wasn't Jez, no. <laughs> the weeping prophet. And so, look, you don't particularly... Um, look, he cried a lot. And he had a lot to cry about. You know, he did live through a time of great pain and tragedy in his nation. In 586 BC, his city of Jerusalem was destroyed and many of his people were taken into exile. For him and his nation, it was a time of disappointment and grief and tremendous suffering. So he wrote a book, one called Jeremiah, named after himself. Um, the other book he wrote, who knows the name of his other book that he wrote? Lamentations. Georgina gets it right. Um, Lamentations. And it's effectively, it's a poetic book. It's a really cheery book. It's full of laments. Do, uh, do our youngsters here know what a lament is? It's uh, what is la in your la pocket depression la breva. Oh, that's a bad joke. Okay. That's a lament. Okay. 
Um, a lament is a time of great grief and crying and, and calling out and disappointment and anguish. That was, that's what a lament is. And so the book of Lamentation is a very, very depressing book on the whole. The main theme of this book of Lamentations is uh, it's God's judgment on Jew on Judah's sin, as, but as well as his compassion on people. So if you're feeling down in 2022, uh, if, you're, if you're here this morning on the inside, you've got that smile on, but you're feeling a bit glum regarding the year that's ahead, um, I don't read this book. It won't help, me. It won't help you much at all. Um, there's a bit of there I do wonder. Let's, let's go to... Uh, this gives you a snapshot of where Jeremiah was at as he entered into 2022. Verse 17, Lamentations 3, verse 17. Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, says, I gave up on life altogether. I've forgotten what the good life is like. I said to myself, this is it. I'm finished. God is a lost cause. Anyone? Don't put your hand up. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget the trouble. The utter lostness, the taste of ashes, the poison I've swallowed, I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember. The feeling of hitting the bottom. If you're feeling pretty glum, I tell you what, I think this guy trumps you. Um, between him and Job, I think you know, you'd, you'd find some good company. Now, as you look back at your life or 2021, you may be thinking, you know what, I don't feel as bad as Jeremiah, okay? Maybe I'm not there yet, um, but perhaps this morning you can relate to something. Perhaps this morning you can, you can hear the heart of what he's saying and you can say, you know what, I, can, I, I resonate with those words. But here we find that Jeremiah, when he was at the bottom, when he was at his darkest moment, when he was in deepest despair, Jeremiah finds great hope. And I believe each one of us today can find great hope, the same hope that Jeremiah will find as we face an uncertain 2022. So the next verse, uh, two translations I'll read. Jeremiah says, in the midst of all that, he goes, but, everyone say, but. He goes, but there's one thing I remember. I remember and keep remembering. I keep a grip on hope. The New Living Translation says, yet I still dare to hope when I believe, when I remember this. And then he goes on in verse 22. You may be familiar with this one. He goes on to say, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning. I grew up with a different translation and the song that was attached to The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. New every morning. Great is his faithfulness. And here I think are two incredible truths I think that will help us, help, certainly will help me and you, as we move into 2022. And there's two themes here I want to just point out. And there are two themes that we can easily get mixed up in, as we think through uh, our faith. The first one is, is mercy. Uh, and so Jeremiah is talking about mercy. And mercy is withholding a just punishment. Mercy is withholding uh, just punishment. Uh, the Hebrew word for murder, uh, the word means compassion. Uh, for example, if who's ever got a speeding ticket and you've been let off from that one? Anyone? Thank you for being so honest. 
It wasn't speeding, it was unregistered car, okay? I'll get a couple of them, actually. I've had a, I've had a number of things, actually. Um, but Mercy says, you know what, in the letter that I wrote to the Victorian Roads and Traffic Authority, I'd say, you know, I, I recognise my car was unregistered. I acknowledge that fact and I deserve to be punished for that. But it's not my fault. Oh, well, anyway, mercy is when you are not given what you do deserve. I think it's an important thing to realise, whether it's a, a speeding ticket or a parking fine. And it's, it's when you are, mercy is not getting what we do deserve, getting a fine, getting, wouldn't be arrested for some of us, but you know, it's not getting what you do deserve. That, that's the first word we can easily mix up. The second word is the word grace. Everyone say grace. Now, grace often is not together, grace and mercy. We think they're sort of the same. But grace is a very different word. The, the Hebrew word for grace is used over 250 times in the Old Testament. The word is kesed. It's the Greek word, uh, Hebrew word. And it means God's unfailing love. It means His grace. It means His goodness. It means His kindness. It means His generosity. That's what, that's what the word love and grace, the, the, the word that... Uh, Jeremiah uses in this space. And so it's a merciful, well, mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Grace is getting what we don't deserve. There's a, can you see the difference there? One is saying, you deserve to be punished, but you are, but you, I'm gonna, your compassion would say, I'm, I'm going to release you from that debt. But grace says, you know what? I'm just going to bless you. I'm going to be generous towards you. I'm going to pour out my love upon you. And yes, you don't deserve it. But the first one, you deserve to be punished. But this one, you don't deserve goodness and kindness and mercy and compassion and love. Two very different words. And so, looking at those two different words, and going back to our passage from Jeremiah, what we see is that God's love, His grace, His... Next slide, thanks, Joel. Thanks. And so, what we see, Jeremiah is saying, the faithful love, the nature of God, His love, His... His grace, His goodness, it never ends. And His mercy, it never ceases. Great is His faithfulness. His mercy is anew every morning. What it says is that God never stops loving you. God never stops loving me. Even when we mess up or give up on God, He doesn't give up on us. A couple of years ago, I was reminded of this when I was sitting at, on the rocks at Redhead Beach. And I was just having a glum moment. Probably about six months in to our time being up here. Feeling a bit glum. And I just sat on the rocks and I watched the waves coming in. And I was just reminded of God's grace and God's love. that just kept coming. and 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 I was just blown away. I was overwhelmed of God's faithful love. I was overwhelmed by His grace toward me and that nothing I could do, even the rocks couldn't stop the relentless love of God that just came upon me. And so, so God's love towards us never ends and His mercy never in, runs out. No matter how much I get it wrong, no matter how much I say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, His mercy is available to me. His mercy is available to forgive me, to restore me, to allow me to restart, to, to begin again. And so that's what Jeremiah is saying, is that his, his love, it never ends, his mercy has never ceased. 
And just in case we don't get that, just in case we can't get this into our, into our hearts this morning, Jeremiah goes on to say that they are new every morning. Every morning, God's mercy towards you is new. Not just every New Year's Day. Like we think, okay, New Year's Day, we'll draw a line in the sand. I was, you know, I was messed up, but now I've got mercy and I'm doing it. I'm starting again. My Bible tells me God's mercy toward me is new every morning. Every single one of my 18,956 mornings that I've faced. Yes, I did the maths. Um, Every one of those thousands of mornings I've faced, God's mercy has been available and made new to me. Now we need to remember this is a poetic uh, passage. And it's, it's, it's not like God's mercy, it's like a bucket in the morning and you use it up during the day. And if you've done too much bad stuff, then you've bad luck. No, it's, it's poetic. So what God's saying here is that God's mercy is new and available 24-7. Not just every morning, every moment. It's available 24-7, 365 days a year. It's even available for an extra quarter day every leap year. His grace and mercy is available to you and me right now. Now, it's our choice to believe that and to receive that. Or we can just meander through 2022, hoping, just hoping things are going to work out. And I think today is a wonderful day to realign our hearts toward who God is and toward what He is calling you to be. It's a great day to allow him to write on the empty pages of your life. So as we look at our empty pages, this is the time you're going to need a pen in a minute. So if you need a pen, put your hand up and someone will get a pen to you. Thanks, guys. As you look at your empty page, I know Libby's already written Mark's birthday, but... Um, <laughs> What are you going to write? What are you going to write onto your empty page? What are you going to allow God to write onto your empty page? It's very easy for us to want to write our pains of 2021, or our hurts, or our disappointments, or our failures. It's very easy to carry our regrets from the year gone into the new year. You don't, you don't need to write them into 2022. In fact, you don't even need to write the pains and regrets from yesterday into today. Maybe you've got a promise that God's given you. Maybe you've had a, have a verse that is, you've been hanging on to. And they're good things to write on your empty pages. I'm going to share with you six. The Bible is full of great promises from God. I'm going to talk you through six of them. And, and, and maybe one of these six, you want, I'm going to encourage you to write that on an empty page, whatever date's on your page. And I want to encourage you to, to write that as, as you feel you want to write onto that bit of paper. And um, that may help you in the time ahead. The first one we've already talked about. If you can't read that, you've got to move closer. So, so I can't squeeze them all on one page. And for you guys at home, I don't know how you're going to make that bigger, but you can listen to my verse, my voice. The first one is Lamentations 3. We've talked about this, but maybe into your 2022, you can write down, you might not have time to write the whole thing. You can just write Lamentations 3, 22, 23, and then fill it in later. You can write, the faithful love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. 
I'm going to encourage you, once you've gone through this process, to, to use this as a bookmark, perhaps. And then when that date comes across, just to see what God's doing and saying. Great is his faithfulness, his mercy. We've talked about that one. Maybe this morning, Jeremiah goes on to say, a very familiar one. Jeremiah says, for I know I have the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. Plans to give you a hope, a future and a hope. That's a good one to write down, isn't it? Because, because God's got good plans for you. God's got a good plan for you in the midst and as you face 2022. Maybe you want to write down Psalm 139.16. David, King David, who was a psalmist, he said, you saw me before I was born. How good is that? Every day of my life, every moment was recorded in your book. See, God's got a diary. God's got a book. God's got a date. It's not empty. It's not blank. It's full of good plans. It's full of, uh, full of His presence. Full of His promises for your life. Every one of my Bible tells me every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. For those who love Psalm 23, maybe you want to write this one. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What a wonderful truth to write down onto your empty pages. Then, then no matter what comes up tomorrow or next month or the month after you'd say, you know what, God has spoken and his goodness and his mercy are with me every day of my life. Every single empty page I can write goodness and mercy, God's goodness and mercy, God's goodness and mercy. What are you going to write? Isaiah 41, Isaiah says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Anyone feeling discouraged? God says, don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Psalm 16, verse, Proverbs 16, verse 9. And there's, you know, there's, there's hundreds of these verses. I'm just giving you a snapshot of six. But this is going to be really helpful for when we make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. You know, you've got plans for 2022. You've got, so some of your pages are empty and some of them you've got plans. And, and I realise you have plans for 2021 or 2020. And I realise those plans didn't come to pass. But I want to encourage you, here's a great promise to remember that you can make your plans, but to allow God to determine your steps. You know, friends, there's so much that God wants to write on your empty pages. I want to encourage you to give him your pen. Too, too often we want to, we want to, we, we want to write. We, we want to put our thoughts, our opinions, our, our fears, our worries, we want to put that into our year. I want to encourage you to allow God to write onto your empty page. I said, I'm probably going to lead you up if that's all right. We could just do the course of the way makers. So we're going to, in a moment, gather around our communion table. And we're not going to gather, we're going to line up and do it, take it and go home, or go back to your seats. Um, 
if you haven't done it already, just as we're, as we're waiting, I want you to really seriously want to ask God, what is it that you want me to, what is it that you want to write onto my empty page? Onto this little scrawny bit of paper that I've got that's empty, that's uncertain, that's unknown, that's, that, that, that things could change or, or situations could come or go or people could not be here or I don't, I don't know what's going to happen on your empty page. I don't know what your life is going to look like on this date. I don't, I don't know what, what you're going to be going through at this time. But what I do know is that God's promises are available to each one of us. If you haven't written it down, write it down. And maybe use it as a high quality bookmark, as a reminder of the empty pages, of a reminder of, of allowing God to fill the emptiness to fill the unknown, to fill the uncertainty. And so Sam is just going to play this, this song for us. But I want to encourage you, if I get out of the service, up please for our, our communion. Thanks, Pat. The way I want to do this, and for if you're at home and you're prepared for communion, this is a great opportunity for you also just, just reflect and, and realise that we God only fills our empty pages because Christ already fills an empty cross and he has an empty tomb and so what the way I want to try to do this is when you finish just to, to come just have a bit of space in the aisles as you, as you walk down and symbolically if you've got one of our church pens it's not that we want them back but I think it's a good symbol if you've got one just to exchange your pen leave it on the table Exchange that and take a bit of juice and a cracker. Just as a symbol that's saying, you know what? I'm going to give you my pen. I'm going to give you, God, the ability to write whatever you want onto my empty pages. I'm going to relinquish control of, of my desire to control and to, and to, and to make things happen and, and trust that you are going to write on my page. And then I encourage once you've got your cracker and juice, just don't consume them. Just take them back to your seat. And then in a moment, we're going to eat and drink together. So when you're ready, just...
we're going to pray and we're going to partake in the grape and the juice. So Jesus, I just thank you for a brand new year. Jesus, I just thank you that you don't just patch us up. When you forgive us, when you died for us, you just didn't do enough to just get us by. But you made us a new creation. And all things have become new. You gave us a new spirit. You gave us a new heart. You gave us a new life. You gave us a new status. Being righteous and made whole before you. And Jesus, I thank you that the only way that we could enter into that relationship with you and our Father in heaven is through the cross. And I thank you that you are our way maker. I thank you that you made a way not just to a relationship with, with our Heavenly Father. You made a way for us to find strength and hope and healing. And as we face an unknown year, that you will make a way for us to walk through and navigate whatever comes. And to navigate it with full of faith and full of assurance that you are with us. And that you will never let us down. And that you will never let go of us. And so Jesus, we thank you this morning for that. And together we partake in this cracker and juice to remind us of your sacrifice for us.
two voices. 